and we are rolling. Welcome to the Micro-Budget Independent Filmmakers Podcast. I'm your host, Zaina Thyris. Last episode, we covered my 10 commandments of micro-budget independent filmmaking, and we also defined what the role of a producer is. This episode, we're going over script breakdowns and how to identify the elements within your story. My favorite thing about this podcast is that I've created a workbook for each season. So in season one's workbook, you'll get a working example of a script breakdown from one of my scripts that I wrote and produced. You'll also get a blank budget template that I use and a list of my go-to micro-budget resources that I use for nearly every film. You guys can email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com if you want the workbook. It's only $10. So let's just get to it. And we're back. Episode two. Today we are talking all things script breakdowns. So to start, let's just backtrack. What is the importance of having a completed script? And again, I put an emphasis on a completed script. A lot of filmmakers come to me with ideas, with concepts. They don't have a completed finalized script, something that is not changing, something that is set in stone and ready for production. The importance of having a completed script, basically, you can't produce something tangible with something that is intangible. I can't produce an idea. And you need a tangible script that is locked, that is ready for production, because from there you're able to do a script breakdown. But before we get into the elements of a script breakdown, I need to bring up one of my previous commandments that was mentioned in episode one, which is to write scripts according to the resources that you have. There are so many filmmakers who are trying to get these massive scripts off the ground because they contain so many elements and resources that they do not have access to. Write scripts according to the locations that you have. Write scripts that don't require massive crews. Write scripts with everything that you have available to you so that your script, when it's completed, it's automatically ready for you to go into production because you don't have to source anything. You don't have to raise any funds for for the massive elements of your film. So what is a script breakdown? A script breakdown is, it's basically the first exercise that you do as a producer. And that is an exercise to identify the elements within each scene of your script. So the first element of a script breakdown is characters. Who makes up your story, okay? This is going to determine... um, how many shoot dates you're going to have to have with how many actors. It's going to determine how many mouths you have to feed. Um, It's going to determine how many people you have to dress. It's going to determine how many release forms you have to account for. How many characters are in your script. Now, make note of this when it comes to extras as well. Even if, uh, you know, I I did a script breakdown once where there was, there was, a couple main characters, but there was a taxi driver and an Uber driver. And I counted those as characters. Why? Because I have to feed them. Because they have to sign release forms. So as a producer, you can look at a character as anybody that you need to account for. Anybody who needs to sign a release form and anybody you have to feed is a character within your script. The second element that you need to account for 
is props. This could be anything from a cell phone um, to a baby bassinet to a video camera to a picture frame. Any element in the scene that you have to uh, account for is a prop. This could be large. This could be small. Make sure that you are not confusing props with wardrobe. Those are two different elements that you would need to account for. This is particularly uh, really important when it comes to like period pieces. If you have something that is set in the 70s or you have something that is highly stylized and you're trying to create a look, the wardrobe really does make the character and set the tone for the scene. So uh, if there's a script that I'm breaking down and there's heavy wardrobe elements, that is going to let me know, hey, I'm going to need a stylist for this. Hey, I'm going to need somebody on set specifically for wardrobe. And that goes back to your crew. That goes back to your budget. That goes back to more mouths you have to feed. So you want to make sure that you are accounting for all of the wardrobe that your characters are wearing. So those are the first three, your characters, your props, and your wardrobe. Another element, locations. This is really, really poignant because your number of locations is really going to dictate your shoot schedule. That's going to dictate if you need to shoot multiple locations in a day. That's going to dictate day versus night scenes. So understanding what those locations are, the permits that you're going to need for those locations is also really important. Um, if you're shooting at a museum, that's going to be a different set of paperwork than if you're shooting in your own apartment, okay? Uh, if you are filming in a park, that may be a different set of paperwork and parameters um, outside of if you're shooting in an auditorium or if you're shooting at your job or, or things like that. So make note of how many locations you have within your script and what locations can also be cheated. Element number five, vehicles. This is also something that is really overlooked. Um, I've done script breakdowns where there was a, a robbery scene in a getaway car. I've done script breakdowns where there was, again, there was an Uber driver. Uh, I've done script breakdowns where the family was in the driveway loading up their van. There can be so many parts of a script that require a vehicle that are often overlooked. And I've heard of film sets where people have every element they need and then they're like, oh, we need a car or, oh, we didn't account for this. So make sure you're thumbing through the script and also not looking at overlooking your vehicles and almost looking at them as a prop. Some uh, seasoned producers do categorize that under the prop um, category. I make sure to keep that very separate just because I want to make sure that I'm, I'm accounting for every single element. So I keep vehicles uh, separate, but it is something that you want to make sure that you're thumbing through each scene to account for. Another element, animals. This is something that is not as common, but it happens. I was doing a script breakdown, and it was something as simple as uh, the main character's cat, you know, walked into the kitchen and was purring. And I'm like, okay, well, that... That's an animal. That's something we have to account for. Now, specifically with animals, you guys want to make sure from a production perspective, again, going back to people you have to take care of, you need to make sure that there's no allergies on set. 
you need to make sure that um, you have a backup in case the animal does not behave or does not want to be uh, in that space. Working with kids and working with animals are really tough because they're unpredictable. And you have to understand that when you're bringing in a crew uh, to an animal's space or territory, that's a toss-up in how they're going to react. So anytime I see a script that has an animal, I talk to the writer, I talk to the director about the... um, the potential red flags that we may have with working with an animal and see if we can get around that. If it's something that's a very simple scene with one character and the animal is just walking by or it's just in her in her hands in the couch or, or on the couch with the main character, something that's very simple, maybe we can get away with it, but always account for animals and always have a backup plan because again, it's kind of a toss up. And a lot of producers are like, oh, yeah, so-and-so has a cat. We'll just bring the cat here for the scene. Eh, eh, mm. Highly don't recommend. Another element. This one gets overlooked so much, you guys. VFX. Special effects. So I, I've done script breakdowns where um, there is a character and she was in a time warp. She put on these glasses and she kind of warped into another era. And... When you think about that from a production perspective, if that's done uh, in post-production or if that's done with special effects, with lighting, with um, uh, transitions, with however that was done, that is something that you need to account for from a budget perspective. If that's not something that you can shoot practically, that's something that's going to have to be cheated or created in post and special effects is not cheap. So that's going to automatically run up your budget. So again, if you're thinking from a micro-budget film approach, make sure that you're thumbing through your script when thinking of post-production as well. And special effects is a huge element that can run up your costs. The next one, this is funny, (laughs) stunts. And when I talk to producers and I coach producers about um, uh, script breakdowns and, and identifying the elements within their script, and I bring up stunts, there's always like, there's this look of like, yeah, it's not like, like what? And you would be surprised what indie filmmakers try to have their actors do that could potentially be very dangerous. I consider a stunt anything where anyone can potentially get hurt. Why? For insurance purposes, okay? Like from a production perspective, I'm looking at this like, like what exactly are we doing on set? For example, in my short film, Demons, uh, there is actually a scene where there was a suicide. And we, we thought about this in a couple different ways that we could do it, but we actually ended up uh, crafting this story to where the person who committed suicide was not seen. The scene took place on the other side of the door and all the sound effects were added in post-production, okay? Somebody falling, somebody jumping, even if it's something as silly as someone tripping. You know, I don't negate how, um, how easy it is for people to get hurt, especially if you've got equipment around, especially if you've got actors who are really into their performance, you want to make sure that you are putting the protection of everybody at the forefront and accounting for any element of your scripts, any part of the story where a character could potentially get hurt. Also think about your camera crew in that as well. If there's a stunt and that requires a certain camera move or for the camera to fall with the person, 
will that damage the equipment? Will that damage the person who's actually filming? Will that hurt the person who's performing the stunt? Big or small, stunts are something you have to account for because as a producer, red flags are supposed to be your job. So those are the main elements that I include in my script breakdowns. From a micro-budget film production perspective, it's really important to be thorough in your script breakdowns. And, and when you think about these elements and you are writing out your characters, your props, your wardrobes, your locations, from a micro-budget film perspective, you want to start getting a, you want to get a jump start on uh, potential costly things and see how you can save money. That is all I have for this episode. Thanks for listening. This podcast is geared towards people who prioritize creating art. That can be creating art as a hobby, okay? You don't have to be aspiring to be a professional dancer to take a dance class and enjoy taking a dance class. You don't have to be looking to make filmmaking a full-time career in order to learn how to make films and make films of your own. This podcast is really geared towards people who want to be nimble and scrappy in their approach and utilize the resources they have to create work because they love creating films. Don't forget, season one has a workbook that includes a script breakdown example, a blank budget template that I use, and my micro-budget filmmaking resources. You guys can email ztpmifpodcast at gmail.com if you want the workbook. It's only $10.